With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money presented by DraftKings, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm all Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. We welcome you back quickly. It looks like the Raiders are finalizing a deal to make Antonio Pierce their next head coach. We'll have more news on that as we progress here. We just went to Detroit. We're now going to head to Buffalo. The Jeremy and Joe Show. Jeremy White's going to join us. WGR 550 Sports Radio host. Morning, 6 to 10 a.m. My goodness, that's four hours very early, so we appreciate jeremy coming on at jeremy wgr thank you jeremy and we'll start here uh let's just start with the weather always important in buffalo what's it going to be uh it'll be cold but non-factor you know the kind of thing where we've had a lot of snow in the last uh seven to ten days but just like last week it won't actually affect the game which is of course the most important part of all this the bills have people shoveling the stadium out right now and for days and days and days uh, because we got dumped on. But for the game, it'll be just fine. Jeremy, your assessment on the change from Ken Dorsey to Joe Brady and how it's impacted this team. A couple things are different. The Bills now use a lot more motion. The Bills under Ken Dorsey were one of the teams in the league that used the least amount of motion. And it kind of looked like other teams could figure them out a little bit. They ran concepts and they looked a little more predictable. That's number one. Number two is James Cook has become more involved. The running back, second-year running back, who's a pass-catching back. We've seen him used uh, out wide. We've seen him running up the seam, down the field, a pass-catching back, something they drafted him for that never really materialized under, under Ken Dorsey. And the third thing is that I made a comparison about this, maybe this week or last, about how Joe Brady is a better caddy for Josh Allen right now, like a golfing analogy here, because – the, the voice in his head, maybe Allen had too many voices in his head because he was trying to decide if he needed to be aggressive or be conservative, if he was going to slide when he ran, how often should he run, should he protect himself? And it just looked like Allen was not exactly playing with the freestyle that he normally does. And now, as evidenced by that 52-yard touchdown run where he ran through contact and just kept going, like Joe Brady has kind of brought out the freer Josh Allen and that has led to good things as well. 
Jeremy White, WGR 550, joining us here, Sharp Money. We're talking Chiefs Bills. The Bills right now, two and a half point favorite, 45 and a half. You heard Jeremy, the weather's going to be fine. It's not going to play into it. Let's talk general. Let's talk pressure. Jeremy, tell us from the fans' perspective, again, the nemesis, the Chiefs coming to your barn there, and then also McDermott. Obviously, McDermott saves his job with the Steelers' win, but is there pressure on Sean McDermott? I don't think so. I don't think there's any chance he is coaching for his job. I don't think he was coaching for his job for the Steeler game or even down the stretch of the season. The owners are very, very happy with what Sean McDermott has done. Pressure. Yeah, there's pressure on McDermott. You know, as you lay out the Chiefs as the Bills' nemesis, the reality is that the way that Bills fans talk about the Bills, some of them think the nemesis is the coach, that he's made some big, (laughs) big mistakes and big moments. So overcoming that and getting to the top of the mountain would make you forget about all that stuff. But the other thing about the Bills that's different for the Chiefs, for example, in a game like this is Josh Allen's trying to do something that no one's ever done, which is win a Super Bowl in Buffalo. And the Chiefs, they've got Super Bowls. The Ravens have Super Bowls, right? You've got a lot of these franchises that it's not like the fan base lives and dies for that first one. It's Buffalo, Detroit, and Houston that are living that life. So for Bills fans, you know, the franchise identity for a long time was going to four straight and never winning one. And now they're back. They're relevant. They're good. So there's no doubt in my mind that the most pressure is on Josh Allen because fans love him. It's not if they fall short, they'll be mad, but it'll feel like another year wasted, a year gone by. And to have a quarterback this good, they should win one. That's what Bills fans feel like is that we should win one at some point with Josh Allen. And here we are, you know, three games away from doing that. And they've got to clear this major hurdle in Kansas City. Jeremy, we just spoke to Ben Raven of MLife, talking about MLive.com, about what it would be like for Detroit and the success that they've had so far in this postseason. Quantify for people what it would be like in western New York, not just Buffalo, but some of the surrounding cities, if the Buffalo Bills were somehow to get to Vegas and win it all, and based on the run they had with Jim Kelly and Marv Levy and some of the other greats. I mean, it's impossible to imagine. Armageddon. (laughs) It would just be... It would be... It's... It's the kind of thing, it's almost hard to envision what it would be like because the people here care so, so much. And that's just, that's been true through the drought. There was a 17-year playoff drought where that's where Bill's Mafia was born. The idea of fans showing up and showing out for these teams that were hopeless and quarterbacked by guys we liked but we knew weren't good enough. And there was a lot of that. Players were, were loved here. And there's a special relationship between the team and the city. There's a lot of college town feel to it. And it's taken a leap now to be not a, no, no longer a cute story, but now a place that star players and studs will come and play and get that feeling. So uh, what would it be like? I can't imagine anywhere else would be more excited to do it. And I know, I'm sure Detroit would have parades and Houston would have parades. It's just not the same. This place is unlike any other in that regard. Jeremy, the 52-yard run by Allen, what was the reaction? And, like, is so many highlight plays in his career that might be the best reaction there? And then let's talk about Allen and his use of his legs against the Chiefs on Sunday. Well, when that play happened, I was at the game with my my family. My father-in-law turns around. He's been watching this team for, you know, 40, 50 years. He says to me, He's the best player we've ever had. And they're all famers that have gone through Buffalo. You know, Jim Kelly, Bruce Smith, uh, Thurman Thomas, Andre Reid. And he's watched them all. And after that 52-yard run, it's like it's another highlight play for Josh Allen, another moment where 
he just drops your jaw. So uh, best player the Bills have ever had. And I don't know that that's wrong. I think that might be right. On using his legs against the Chiefs, it's something they've done before. Two years ago, they went into Kansas City and they won a regular season game somewhat early in the year. And they did it with QB power. A lot of designed run plays where they would get Allen in the shotgun and kind of like Wildcat, but you do run it with your starting quarterback. And they ran it very effectively. Allen jumped over a couple of defensive backs. They've gone into Arrowhead three times in a row in the regular season and beaten the Chiefs all three times. So I would fully anticipate Allen uses his legs, extends plays, makes big plays on scrambles. But designed runs could be in the mix as well. They started their own version of the Tush Push, which is eh, not quite as reliable as the Eagles version of it, but it's pretty good. Um, so I'd fully expect Allen to, to have a day on the ground running the football. Because when it gets down to this time of year, crunch time, do or die, you can't, you can't rein him in. A lot of the season has been about how much to let him go versus rein him in. And throughout the year, it felt like a battle for the soul of Josh Allen. And once you get to this time of year, nobody bothers trying to hold him back because he's going to die out there trying to win this game. Jeremy, it's been 12 consecutive games since Stephon Diggs has gone over 100 yards. What has happened to him from an offensive standpoint? A little bit of a diversification of what they do. Uh, Dalton Kincaid's gotten more involved in the offense. And slot receiver Khalil Shakir, second-year guy, has made some big plays as well. He's a part of the offense. It's probably James Cook that's the number one thing, though, taking away from Stephon Diggs. They run more. They run more frequently. They run more often in um, neutral situations where they used to be a very pass-heavy team. They've come off that a little bit. So fewer balls to be thrown. He and Allen have just flat-out missed each other a few times. There have been four or five times where Stephon Diggs has opened down the field for a big, huge game. Touchdowns, 50-yarders, 70-yarders. And they're just missing by a yard or two. So it's not like they're not targeting him. They are definitely still targeting him. The efficiency has just dropped considerably, and the ball ends up sometimes going somewhere else. Okay, Jeremy, prediction time. we got three minutes, so plenty of time if you want to spread out here. The number right now, the Bills laying two and a half and 45 and a half on the total. I'm sure you've talked about it all week on WGR. What's your prediction? Well, I predicted... I predict the score is probably a little low. You know, the, the divisional game two years ago that was one of the best games ever played, it's kind of inflated our idea of what, what these two teams are. And the last two games have been 20 to 17 and 24 to 20. So I think these numbers will stay in the 20s. These offenses are not the versions of themselves that they were back then. You know, for the Chiefs, they had Hill and Kelsey. For the Bills, they had Diggs and uh, Emmanuel Sanders and... Cole Beasley or John Brown, like they, they were just better in the passing game. And the Bills are not quite as good a passing team as they were before. So I think these defenses are good. I think it's low-ish scoring, high stress. And, you know, here in Buffalo, we're kind of – we wouldn't ask for anything else. They've, Bills fans have wanted to get Patrick Mahomes here forever. He has never played a game in this stadium with fans in it. He came here one time during COVID, and there were no fans. And the Bills have gone to Arrowhead – seven of the last eight times these two teams have played. So just having this game here has been a goal and a box to check forever. So I think low scoring, I think close. And I mean, I can't let myself pick anything but the bills because it's just, it, they have to do it. They have to get it done. This is, this is two years in the making for what happened when they lost in Kansas city in the divisional round in a game that changed the overtime rules for football. They changed the rules after that game. And, you know, if, if we go to overtime, 
it's a new set of rules because of the last time these two teams went to overtime in the playoffs. So Bills win, close game in the 20s for both. That's a radio pro building up <laughs> to give you the score. Hey, just quickly, morning 6 to 10, the Jeremy and Joe show, WGR 550 there in Buffalo. What time's the alarm go off? Uh, you know, five or so. I don't have a very long drive in, so. Oh, okay. Right. And I've been, uh, so, yeah, yeah. And I've been in the mornings for Joe's, uh, Joe's new guys joined me. He does great. I, I, I was with Howard for a long time, for about 18 years. So a lot of mornings, a lot of early mornings. And at this point, you know, when, once you get start getting up that early in your life, you can't stop. So even on off days, I'm up at 6 a.m. So, <laughs> so I don't even really so need an alarm. It's just there as a fail safe. Jeremy wears pajamas to work. There's no doubt. Okay, Jeremy, enjoy it. Stay warm. (laughs) Looking forward to the game. Thanks, Jeremy. Appreciate you. All right. Thank you. All right. That's a radio pro. You can tell with the boys, too. And the way he built up the prediction there with the last question. All right, boys, when we come back, little Dan Campbell for you. Little retrospective. You just heard um, Dustin got emotional when our previous guest was given the breakdown of Dan Campbell. We'll talk Lions Bucks next. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Omaha Steaks, you're going to fall in love at first bite with their tender steaks, juicy burgers, air chilled chicken, and more. You're going to love every bite. It's Omaha Steaks guarantee. And for a limited time, when you go to omahasteaks.com slash VSIN, you're going to get four free air chilled chicken boneless breasts and four free rich, juicy, boneless pork chops. Damn. 
with your order. Minimum purchase may apply. We got you back here. So the big news, of course, Antonio Pierce is going to be introduced as the next Raiders coach. If you are joining us here on Sharp Money presented by DraftKings, you thought that Adam Schefter had the scoops, but Sharp Money had the Antonio Pierce scoop first. If you listen to the beginning of the show, I will say this. We've got we just went to Detroit. We went to Buffalo. We are going to go to the Bay and talk about the 49ers hosting the Green Bay Packers. How about Samich? This is what Samich does, though. Samich is coming up in the final hour. Mike Samich has five plays on sides and totals, and he has eight props for the weekend. So we're going to give as many as we can. However, if you'd like to sign up and become a VEASAN pro, you can get all of them. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And just to tell you how lit the new website is, Reggie, who is one of the best employees here at VEASAN, he's our director and doing a great job. He loves VEASAN and he loves the information so much. He was paying for the app and then he just said in my ear during the break, he's obsessed with VEASAN.com. So take it from Reggie, one of the good guys. He can't get enough. And you know what he said? The function functionality on his his smart device is his favorite part so we appreciate reggie's feedback on that as well i'm all shaw dustin sweetelson i'm patrick maher as we got you back here we are talking the divisional round weekend here's the quote and Amal, you and I were kind of going back and forth where I said, be careful. Now, first off, Tampa Bay's a layup. Tampa Bay, the Bucs aren't very good. The Bucs can't run the football. Like, legitimately the worst in football at running the football. The Detroit Lions, they don't give up anything on the ground. So, really, what you're talking about is a 9-8 and eight team that's one-dimensional with Baker Mayfield at quarterback. If the Lions can't beat them, I don't want to tell you. Like, it would be an embarrassment if the Lions don't beat the Bucs because the matchup is just, again, 20-6, to six, October 15th. 15th workman like Sunday down in Tampa at the pirate ship. It, it, they should be fine. I will say this, and this is where it starts to get interesting because I'm all remember when I said the emotion, like my friends took the next day off from work. There was so much emotion that went into Sunday night against the Rams. I think it's impossible for anybody that didn't grow up in Michigan to understand. And you said, nah, I don't know if that really is going to play into it, which I totally appreciate because sometimes with betting, we look into it too much, but I'm going to tell you this. Jameson Williams said this, the fans done made us the lions feel like we done already won the Super Bowl. That quote right there is not something Dan Campbell and the Lions ownership group like they don't want the, the the fans understanding that they're making the players feel like they already won a Super Bowl. But that's exactly what the win over the Rams felt like, not for just the Lions, but also the city. This whole entire week has been one long exhale and exercising of demons as Dustin framed it earlier. I need people to understand the Rams win was everything to build the energy again, coming up on Sunday afternoon is going to be fascinating. Now they get to do it against a bad football team, but I just, I'm all Dustin. I just want you guys to know that like, it's impossible to explain how much went into Sunday night. Well, you could see it in the crowd. There were a few people they panned to in the crowd. They had tears in their eyes and look, you know, for myself, I come from Cleveland. That's an area where the Browns haven't won anything, right? I mean, they've come close with three AFC championship games in the mid-80s. Uh, but for Detroit, who's got two playoff wins in 57 years, and anywhere in the Midwest, whether it's Ohio, Michigan, Minnesota, Wisconsin, these are hardcore football states. I know there's other sports that have succeeded, 
but what it would mean for some of the places we just talked about it with Jeremy uh, with the Buffalo Bills what it would mean for them Houston think about it. this is a fan base that lost their football team they've been on the cusp but I don't know if anybody's gone through the difficulties as much as the Detroit Lions an 0-16 season to have gone through so many different coaches to have I don't know, Patrick. Look, for me, in my lifetime, the greatest running back I've ever seen in Barry Sanders, one of the greatest wide receivers in Calvin Johnson, and to have a first round, uh, first overall pick in Matthew Stafford, who never won a playoff game there, and then to face him in that game on Sunday night, you could see all that emotional pouring out. I mean, you look at Jared Goff, when he got the game ball presented to him by, I think it was NBC that did the game, right? Um, I don't know who the sideline reporter was, but they gave him the Sunday night football game the ball and you could see he was emotional about it i don't think it was just because he beat the rams but if you live in that community as you alluded to you know what's going on you hear it on a daily basis yeah it, it's just going to be hard to ramp up again big guy now they do have potentially the right guy in charge to do so we had ben raven from m live on not too long ago and he said he covered news and now he's covered the lions from matt patricia to dan campbell he said the stark difference from patricia who was just a jerk to be fair i'll that's my terminology and then to dan campbell who he said he's the best human he's covered in the history of his coverage whether it be news or sports he said he's the best human let's start here dustin you can set it up we're going to give a little retrospective to current day but we'll start with the intro presser with dan campbell big guy yeah let me take you back january 2021 the detroit lions are looking to do something different at head coach there are no mcveigh disciples <laughs> to choose from and they end up hiring dan campbell we have yet to hear him speak this is his opening press conference all right and so this team's going to be built on um, we're going to kick you in the teeth, all right? And, and when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off, all right? And we're going to stand up. And then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down, all right? And on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap, and we're going to get up. And then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. Before, before long, we're going to be the last one standing. <laughs> And that was my my reaction then is the same as now. That was Dustin Sweetelson launching into a sentence on sharp money and trying to navigate his way through. Like he just like that was wild. Dan Campbell going well, one kneecap, two kneecap, three kneecap. And you could tell Dustin as he was talking, he was like, I don't even know how I'm going to end this sentence, but I like the way it's going right now. Well, you know, what's crazy is I don't I, I obviously remember he, he seemed uncomfortable out there. But now as someone who has watched every one of his press conferences for like three years now it's crazy how comfortable he is he's, in his own skin up there now he's as freaking the out yes but like you're saying moment, the contrast yeah yeah that you could tell he there's was a lot physically about to throw up yeah there's a lot of movement he definitely drank a bunch of those coffees that went viral that the red eyes he was drinking and i i think he was really amped up and he just he believed that he could get through that press conference now he does come across as a leader I think you guys both bring up a great point in terms of his comfort level. He's comfortable in his own skin. I think one of the problems that happens in sports is when somebody's a great player on a team or they're a head coach, they get put into a position where they're all of a sudden expected to be a public leader. They might be a leader within the locker room, but to be able to be a public leader changes the dynamic of things. Patrick, I have a pretty good idea what your answer would be on this question, but for both of you, which team winning or which team that has already won has meant the most to you in your lifetime or could possibly mean the most to you if that team won? 
of the just anybody teams like, in Michigan? No, any uh, could be South Carolina and college football winning national championship. For you personally, what team winning the championship would mean the most? Oh, no, no, like there's no team that galvanizes the city of Detroit, the state of Michigan, like the Detroit Lions. I like to say when Barry Sanders was running the football for the Lions, the stoners, the burnouts, the jocks, the musicians, everybody started and was into the Lions because it just pulled the city together. There is nothing like I can't even explain. Our man that came on from Buffalo said Buffalo would be a bigger deal if they won a Super Bowl. I I, I, I respectfully disagree. I'm not even sure how the city will react if the Lions win a Super Bowl. That's what I'll say. That's the biggest deal ever. Uh, I'd also make the case, Patrick, that uh, you may not be the sports fan you are today if the Lions were a functional franchise. I think the turmoil and the character that it's built has made you into a better sports fan. Sticking with the Lions, I'm sure it applies like the rest of your life. As someone who sat there, cut all the promos and all the tape of you defending Matthew Stafford and you crushing the Lions year after year, and every time I would tell you you should believe because of this, you would tell me that they would let you down. Uh, I, I don't know if you are who you are today without the Detroit Lions being as bad as they were. And I owe Dan Campbell. So let's play the contrast, right? Let's hear what he's what's he going to say here about taking on the Bucks. This is his mindset at this point in the year with the Super Bowl a couple games away. I mean, they know we only have three left here and, and then you get a buy, you know, get a buy after two and then you get the third one. So there's only three left here, but it all starts with one. And, and that's really the process all year, no matter where you're at. If you lost one, you won five in a row. Now you're in the playoffs. Man, it's all about the one in front of you. You have to stay focused on that. So everything we've got full focus on this game, do your job one more time uh, for any of the butterflies, all of that of the first playoff game ever for a lot of guys and get the monkey off your back. Well, now now you're in a second playoff game. Now you've got experience in that. Uh, you understand the environment. You understand what our house is going to be like, uh, which is electric, which should give you a surge of energy. Um, and so I, I, I think uh, I think this is good, but it's all focus on one. That's a man that's comfortable in his skin. He went from kneecaps to feeling good about himself in year three. And now he's got the Lions hosting the divisional round. Josh Dubow is next. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VEASAN Pro, get 10% off the annual subscription using the promo code SHARP right now. So go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. You get everything we offer, everything, and you get 10% off the annual subscription for a year right now using the promo code SHARP. Again, it's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. So we've been to Detroit. We've been to Buffalo. I'm all shot, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. This is Sharp Money presented by DraftKings. Let's now go to the Bay and talk San Francisco. 49ers are going to be hosting the Green Bay Packers. Of course, the 49ers lane nine and a half. Jeff, Josh Dubow is going to join us. Associated Press there up in the Bay at Josh Dubow AP on Twitter. And Josh, thanks for joining. We'll start with just a general question. Obviously, the one seed in the NFC. You've had a week to rest there with the 49ers. Let's get expectations. And is there a sense of pressure on Shanahan and the 49ers heading into this game? Oh, yeah. Expectations are definitely high. They came into the season uh, after losing the NFC Championship game the last two years and losing the Super Bowl in 2019, thinking, okay, that this is their year to you know, win the Super Bowl. I think anything short of that is going to be a disappointment. So, yeah, they, are, they definitely have high expectations at this point. And, you know, I think they've got the you know, team that can definitely make a run. They're healthy. Um, you know, the offense 
has been great all year. Um, the defense is, is getting healthy, getting Eric Armstead back this week, and you know, it's definitely good defense. So, um, making pretty high expectations, I'd say. Josh, when you look at Kyle Shanahan, he's done everything except win a Super Bowl. How much pressure is there on him directly? And talk a little bit about the power within the organization. From the outside looking in, it feels like he has more power than John Lynch in there. Yeah, he's definitely, he's got the control of the roster. He's, you know, they work collaboratively together, sorry, um, and do that well and get along well. And, you know, I think they a lot of their decisions are made are made together but Kyle does have the final say on the roster um in terms of pressure I think there's a lot of internal pressure on him I think he wants to win one um you know I don't think there's pressure as a you know if they go out in the playoffs even this week that they'll be able to talk about job security or anything like that but um you know in terms of you know this team is built believes it's built to win a Super Bowl and if they don't win a Super Bowl there will be disappointment Josh Dubow joining us, Associated Press up in the Bay. Appreciate the time at Josh Dubow AP on Twitter. I, the weather, we, we have to ask. It's outside there, Santa Clara. What's it going to be like there on uh, Saturday evening? Um, right now we're looking a little overcast, a little rainy. I think it's supposed to be, uh, last I checked, I think, it, I think we might avoid the worst of the rain um, here on Saturday. I think uh, later today might be bad and next Sunday might be. Um, I haven't checked too recently but you know it, it could be a little bit of a factor the field's played pretty well this year um definitely too many rain game but it, it, the field's in a lot better shape than it was the first few years when that stadium opened when there were a lot of a lot of issues um you know with the grass it was def, definitely a problem but since the super bowl it's been it's actually been pretty good um so i wouldn't expect the rain i don't think it's going to be a real heavy rain day if there is um I wouldn't expect it to be a major factor in the game. I think there's just be some today, and then what are we looking at tomorrow? Um, yeah, tomorrow it's it definitely a chance of showers tomorrow. So you know, it could be. I don't think it'll be a huge factor, but um, you know, it, it, could, it could play a little role. You, know, you never know. Josh, this Green Bay defense is not particularly strong against the run. Could we expect to see CMC have a big day and their focal point for the 49ers offense be on the running game, or will they balance it out depending on how the game plays? Um, it'll be depending on the game, but, you know, they always are, are looking to run the ball. Kyle Sanhan always wants to run the ball. McCaffrey's healthy. He's got the week 18 off with uh, the calf injury, had the bye week off. He's in, you know, I think he's feeling really good. Um, they're, they're always going to try to run the ball, whether they come out. But also this, they, a lot of games, they do come out throwing the ball early and then get to the run. Um, he doesn't always start start off with a heavy run early, but that will be, you know, if, if things go the way Kyle Sanhan wants, he's running the ball 30 or 40 times in a game. Um, that's his that's his hope um obviously game flow can can change that but um i would expect you know the green Bay defense i would expect McCaffrey to be able to run the ball and i think he will run the ball off defensively for the 49ers you mentioned getting healthy but what's the biggest challenge made by the packers here um you know, I think the, biggest, the, the biggest issue you know if there's any potential weakness on the Niner defense, probably, I would say, the, you know, they've struggled a little bit against the run this year. Um, I will say, you know, they haven't been as good. Getting Armstead back should help that. Um, their tackling has not been nearly as good as it's been in the past. When they've had their, when, they, when they've had their bad games defensively this year, it's been because of missed tackles. Even guys like Fred Warner and Joy Greenlaw, who are usually really good at that, you know, have had, had a couple games where, you know, they've missed some tackles. I think that's a concern with the guy like Aaron Jones and the way he's running the ball. Um, and then the the corner the cornerback the outside cornerback opposite Sir Ward is 
definitely uh, in question. It should be Embry Thomas on the outside when they're when they're a nickel. Um, Yamanur Lenore plays, you know, will play on the slot. He'll move outside sometimes in base defense. Um, but that spot's a little weaker than Traverius Ward. And, you know, it's the Packers, with their depth at receiver, you know, they can – doesn't seem like, you know, they have a dedicated number one guy so they can – you know, it, it's harder for Ward just to take one guy away. He he doesn't move around a lot, but in some games he has against DK Metcalf, for instance, he'll move. You know, if they want him to go up against the number one, they've used him that way. Against the Packers, that's probably less of a less of an issue because the Packers it's more of the depth thing at receiver than it is, you know, one one big star guy. Josh Tree Greenlaw has had an issue with an Achilles. Should we expect him to play? And also, any other injury concerns that people should look at going into Sunday's game from San Francisco's point of view? Yeah, he's listed as questionable. I would expect him to play. He practiced uh, Wednesday and Thursday this week. Um, Cleveland Furl, the starting uh, end defensive end, is out, um, at least for this game, maybe maybe another. Um, you know, they lost Talano Hafunga back in November, but um, Jair Brown, the rookie, came in and played well in his spot. was hurt late in the year, but he'll be back this week. Um, you know, they had some issues on punt return, but Ray Rick McLeod will be back this week. You know, he'll be handling that. Uh, for the most part, they're pretty healthy. They might, um, depending on the situation at guard, John Feliciano is back up there, but he's been very good when he's filled in for either Spencer Burford or Aaron Banks. I think there's a, a decent chance that Feliciano might get the start ahead of Burford or they might split time. Um, they've done that in the past, so I think you'll see, you'll see a little bit of that. But, yeah, not too much. Burrell's the main guy who's missing, and, you know, it's not a huge loss. They have Chase Young. You know, for Olsen, you know, he's been very good against it. Probably a little better against the run than Chase Young, but they do have depth at that position. I don't think it's a, a, a huge concern for them. Okay, Josh, prediction time. 49ers a big favorite hosting the Packers. They're laying nine and a half. A total of 50 and a half, so expectations the 49ers win at home. What do you think? Um, I've got 34-29ers, so uh, yes, it would be Niners winning covering in the over. <laughs> 30, 30, we, that's exactly what we like, Josh. 34-20, so you got the Niners and the over. A little correlation there. Josh Dubow, Associated yeah. Press up in the Bay. Thank you, Josh. Appreciate the time. Yeah, no problem. Anytime, guys. Thank Talk you. Later. Okay, thank you very much. I, I will look, and we can get into, there's three big, as we got you back here, Sharp Money presented by DraftKings. There's three big dogs, obviously, this weekend. You got nine and a half, the two on Saturday, Baltimore Lane. We can get into the money line prices as well. San Francisco, two and a half. And, of course, Detroit, six and a half. Actually, I just saw a shop go to six. So maybe some love for Tampa Bay coming in. Here's what I will say, and Samich, plug your ears because your ego doesn't need it. But we were all discussing before the show started like the run that love is on is all time like 20 to 1 as far as touchdown to pick ratio like the way he played in in dallas it's just a a quarterback that's in the zone right now so you take the hot hand and three and a half to one plus 350 on the packers money line is not crazy i think you guys would agree of the three this isn't the one you'd put last or i shouldn't speak for you i will say as far as the 49ers are concerned the defense shockingly enough has been shaky at home this year given up a little bit like a field goal more at home than they have been on the road they've been terrible red zone defensively at home this year allowing teams to score a little over 65 percent of the time which isn't great so if you're looking for an angle and trying to find a path for the packers to win here it's love with the hot hand and the 49ers their splits defensively home and away they've been better on the road 
Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. And I think the other thing they're going to need, they're going to need some consistency out of the running game in Aaron Jones. I don't think they're going to be able to do it being one-dimensional against the San Francisco team. I think eventually the pass rush gets home. I think they're too talented up front. That's the biggest challenge I see from a Green Bay standpoint. San Francisco, protect the football, don't turn it over, should get you a W. I know we're kind of up against it here with a minute to go. Maybe we'll answer on the other side, but... Which team out of the three, take Kansas City, Buffalo off the board, which three out of the favorites are most susceptible to getting upset outright this weekend? Yeah, let's do that. When we come back, let's answer that. And you can think about it while you have a few minutes. As far as upset alerts, who should be most concerned of the favorites? And the big guy, as we go to break, I'm going to start calling you Dustin Love because not only are you a Jordan Love convert, but you're all the way in on him now. Well, yeah, and I think Kyle Shanahan had an interesting quote the other day where he was at, he likes to defer to the second half. He was asked with how hot Jordan Love is, would he do that again? He said no, because he just likes having that potential for the extra possessions late, you know, scoring before the end of the first half, getting the ball back at the beginning of the second half. But I think with Jordan Love, if they somehow score on that opening drive, Kyle Shanahan's not great at playing from behind. Brings up an interesting dilemma. So you're saying you're concerned about King Kyle? Um, I think everyone in Kyle Shanahan's life should be concerned about him. King, King, King Kyle. I don't think it's fun to be around King Kyle. When we come back, upset alert next here, Sharp Money. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
Okay, DraftKings, bet $5, get $200 instantly in bonus bets when you sign up using the promo code VEGAS. Of course, check it out right now. Remember, all bettors every day, same game parlay at DraftKings. The crown is yours. Mal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, I'm Patrick Maher. So the big news, uh, just as we get you back here, we've got Samich coming up. He's got about 20 picks. So Samich will be joining us in just... Sorry, Dustin, go ahead. What I reported in the break, on. what I reported in the break did not happen. He, they're interested. It did not happen. Wanted to make sure. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Your mic was uh, on, so I want you to finish Chris it. Chris Haynes from TNT and Bleach Report reporting the Bucks are among teams interested in Deontay Murray from the Hawks. I thought I read it as the trade was happening because there was a breaking news graphic with it. That's not breaking news. I'm interested in Lindsey Palis. Not breaking news. I'm interested in Abigail Ratchford. Not breaking news. I'm interested in Sydney Sweeney. Not breaking news. You can't say people are interested in things happening, and that's breaking news. What got your goat, big guy? That I got, I got duped because there was a big graphic that says breaking news. When you see breaking news, your reaction is, oh, no, something went down. There was a trade. I see De- Deontay Murray's name. I see it's from the, the verified account for Chris Haynes. And I see that it's the Milwaukee, Milwaukee Bucks. Didn't happen to read the keywords that they're interested in him. Not that the trade happened. Because it's not breaking news. You don't need to break that to anyone. So his ploy worked. Yeah, he just he got got a little bit of pub, got a little bit of pub on the show. You, you seem shook. You, you seem Dak like shook against the well, 49 against the uh, Packers. Right. Well, get, you're going to get through it. Don't worry. No, I, I didn't want you to start reporting it on the air I when we came back. To. Yeah, that's all I cared. About. No, I wasn't. Go- hey, here's what I will report. And that is Antonio Pierce. Now, Antonio Pierce is going to be named the Raiders head coach. Everybody, it's being widely reported. You got the scoop right here, Sharp Money. We started the show with it. We're way ahead of Schefter on that one. Uh, I, here's what I'll say. The guy's got no experience. So be careful. Dustin said it feels a little bit like Dan Campbell light. And I totally agree under this premise. Like there's a couple of organizations or franchises across the four majors where there's some specificity involved. And the Detroit Lions, Dan Campbell, that's a match made in heaven. Like Dan Campbell and the Lions, those two, that's the perf, that's simpatico. The Raiders and Antonio Pierce, it feels right. Here's why. Look, Antonio Pierce may go on to be the best head coach we've ever seen in the history of the That's great. But you don't want to talk to Ben Johnson. You don't want to give Bobby Slowick a call. You don't want to just exhaust your options before you decide to pick Antonio Pierce. And there is danger. And we understand the cigars in the locker room and all the players coming to his defense. And what, First off, anytime you have a job where you have subordinates, the subordinates get comfortable with their superior. They don't want change. Like there's a reason Max Crosby and Devonte Adams and everybody's like, yeah, we like Pierce. They're cool with Pierce. They're comfortable with Pierce. They don't want Pierce to go anywhere. Nine games. Antonio Pierce was five and four did a hell of a job. I'm just saying 
Like Dan Campbell, as you mentioned, big guy, he was grinding. He had a long resume, even was an interim head coach down in Miami for a little spell. Antonio Pierce started coaching last Tuesday, and now he's got one of 32 in the NFL. It's a very Raiders-like hire, and it may be spectacular. It's just you have to be a little dubious looking at it. Well, to strengthen Patrick's argument, since 2000, interim coaches who have kept the job have gone on to make the postseason 44% of the time, excuse me, win 44% of the time and make the playoffs only 22% of the time. Now, the big guy... I just know his personality. I can already tell you before asking that he's a big Antonio Pierce yeah. guy. So uh, my assumption is you like to hire. I would say due diligence is important in life and business. You don't at least want to see what some of the big time names like a Ben Johnson have to say. Well, I mean, like Dan, to your point, Dan Campbell has been coaching since 2010. Uh, Antonio Pierce was a high school coach from 2014 to 17. And then he moved to Arizona Jeff Saturday State. thinks he's got a light resume. <laughs> yeah, then he moved to Arizona State. He's never been a defensive coordinator at the NFL level. All he's ever been is a linebackers coach. And he went from linebackers coach two years, or not even a year and a half, promoted to interim head coach and now head coach. I understand the concerns, but I think this is a unique spot with a very dysfunctional franchise that doesn't quite know how to operate and find the right guy to lead them. They desperately wanted to be, to be John Gruden. Obviously, we saw how that, th that played out at the end. And the problem is, I think that John Gruden thing's always hanging over them. If somehow he's cleared and able to come back, it's almost like they'd wipe out whoever's the head coach anyway to bring him back. They're so desperate for him to be their leader. Uh, with Antonio Pierce, I think it's so crazy, so outside the box, so unique. It just might work. And I think because it's so unique, you don't have to give him the leeway you would give a traditional head coach who's worked his way up. I think for a lot of these guys that you're looking at, you've got to give them three, four years to figure it out. I think very quickly we'll learn if it's working with Antonio Pierce for a full off season and a full regular season. And he could be in the hot seat after one and a half, two years. Okay. I look, I'm appreciative of every perspective. It could be a home run hire Antonio Pierce with the Las Vegas Raiders. I'll just say this. Some of the shtick that worked smoking cigars in the confined space of the locker room. You're not going to continue because if you're actually successful, you're going to win a lot of football well, games and that's going to start to get tired. You understand? Meaning some of the vibes that were going on with the Raiders are going to have to change and it's going to have to turn professional. Yeah, but it's just like anything else, though, like. It, he was just so different from the leader and Josh McDaniels, who they couldn't stand. That That's any, the danger. That's why yeah, I'm saying it's dangerous. Anything contrast to what Josh McDaniels was putting out there was going to work if the guys were just happy. He just made the guy like Ed Ordron. When he took over USC as an interim head coach, they won a bunch of games. He was never seriously considered as a candidate to be the head coach at USC. They asked him during the season, how come the kids are happy and playing for you? He said, yeah, we give them cookies after the game. They have a good, good time after the game. We eat some cookies. We drink some milk. We have fun together. That only goes so far. And we're Aren't you arguing out. my point you're arguing my point that it's a dubious hire you just said you like the hire yeah no but i'm yeah i, I could we we don't live in a world where both things can happen one one of us is going to be right one of us is going to be wrong i'm agreeing with you <laughs> in that regard i'm telling you i would have made the hire i would have made the hire you you think antonio pierce is the best person for the raiders job who wants to deal with mark davis tell me I don't think Mark Davis is probably that bad compared to some no, other no, 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 owners. No, no, no. Who, who, who wants to be the head coach of this team? No quarterback. 
they've gone through a bunch of head coaches. Nothing ever works out for the Raiders. This has been one of the most dysfunctional professional sports franchises of my lifetime. I'm 38 years old. Like, they have never been consistently relevant. I'm not, I'm not, he's getting mad. I'm not saying you're wrong. Like I said, Antonio Pierce might be amazing and a spectacular hire. I'm just saying, wouldn't you want to talk to Ben Johnson? Maybe just ben, to have a conversation. Maybe Ben Johnson doesn't want to talk to them. Bobby Sloat? All of them? Everybody doesn't want to talk to the Raiders? C circle back to the start of the segment. I want to talk to Lindsay Palis. She doesn't want to talk to me. You, none of us really understand, but yeah, I, Google guy, you'll under, two reasons you'll understand why. Okay, fair enough. I think I can deduce. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's do this, fellas. T 360, so 360, uh, and again, depending on what shop, but 360, Houston at Baltimore, and 360, Green Bay at San Francisco. That's the money line. Plus 360 on the Texans, plus 360 on the Packers. Now, out of respect for the Bucks, we'll throw them in the mix. Best chance, okay? So Tampa Bay is plus 240. But I think you two would agree that the Bucks, you know, it's not nine and a half, it's six and a half. But we can throw them in the mix as far as a big-time upset. It's more than two to one. Um, so here's what I will say, and I'll start. I, I think it's beyond improbable, and I think it's been a fun run. But the Houston Texans, house money to say the least, but this is a Baltimore Ravens team that specifically, you're not going to be able to run the football against the Ravens. The Texans like the explosive plays and the Ravens just don't give them up. Interceptable balls have been thrown by Stroud. He's gotten quote unquote lucky advanced metric wise. I don't think it's a great matchup. I don't think there's a chance the Ravens lose to the Texans. So I'm going to throw that out. Uh, the I told you about the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions can force the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to be one-dimensional. The Buccaneers cannot run the football. The one thing the Lions do defensively is stop the run. Force Baker Mayfield, a journeyman with all due respect, to beat you, and the Lions should have a huge advantage. I'm going to go with the hot hand. We talked about it. I'll go plus 360 on the Packers, and it has everything to do with two people. Matt LaFleur, who's shown he's not a good coach, he's starting to turn into a great coach, ran circles around Dan Campbell, ran circles around Mike McCarthy, and hasn't really lost since he got to Green Bay in the regular season. A huge spot for him and a huge spot for Jordan Love, who's on an all-time heater right now. I'm going to go Packers. I just verbosely talked. I apologize. Fellas, give me your answer quickly. I'm going with the Houston Texans. Oh, interesting. We can talk more about that, big guy. I actually think it's the Texans as well. Okay, so then you two have the Texans. We'll ask Samich and let oh, you guys explain that. <laughs> there are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.